This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day. Because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Today we're doing an interview. We're talking with my friend, Susie Lane. She's a mom and a business owner. Susie is the owner and executive chef at Kitchen Door, a meal delivery service in Seattle, Washington. Susie has built her business based on her own personal experience of coming home to an empty fridge. Oh my gosh, how I can relate to that one. (laughs) The Kitchen Door is her answer for those seeking convenient, delicious, and nutritious meals. And she strongly believes in bringing people together around the table. She's been doing it since 2005, a testament that nothing can be easier or more delicious than kitchen door meals. Our families use kitchen door meals a number of times. I use it if I'm going to be out of town over the weekend. It's a perfect solution for getting food in the refrigerator, the meals that are already done when we get home at the beginning of the week. So that's my little tip for using Susie's services. Today, we're going to be talking to Susie about the challenges and victories that she's experienced running her business mostly from home. We'll also talk about how to build your legacy with passion. So let's dive in and get a little bit selfish. Okay. So I have to say, I'm so excited to have Susie here today because in addition to all the great things we just heard in her bio, she's actually a good friend of mine. And Susie came to me as a personal training client years ago. And then we ended up having babies just a few months apart from each other. And after that, our husbands ended up in the same little daddy play group together every Saturday morning. So we've had this like evolution of our friendship, which has been so fun. And now we're business owners and moms together. So that's been a whole new evolution and a fun way to get to know each other. So Susie, welcome to the Selfish Mom Academy. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to be here. Yay. Yeah. So I have to tell everyone that whenever we get together to talk about business, like we're going to do today, we always spend like the first hour talking about the craziness of our kids at whatever stage they're in. So, <laughs> so I'm sure so we'll, true. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to touch on that at some point about like right now they're three. Is Charlie three and a half now? He is three and a half. Okay. Yeah. So Vinny's just a little under three and a half. And Oh my gosh, it's insane. It's it so is. emotional for somebody, them. Somebody mentioned to me the other day that, like, you know, obviously we keep hearing that three is harder than two, but I, this, I thought this term was perfect the other day. Somebody said three-nager. I'm like, oh my yes. gosh, that is so true. Three-nager. He's so a three-nager. I just heard that for the first time like a week ago too. And I was like, yep, na- hit the nail on the head with that one because, <laughs> man, the emotions are high in our house right oh. now. So yeah, we'll be talking a little bit more about Charlie as we get through this, I know. So go ahead and aside from what we talked about in your bio, can you just tell us a little bit more about what you do? And I'd love to hear more about why you do what you do. Oh, that's a great question. So yeah, I mean, the knee jerk response to what people ask me what I do, it's, you know, I'm a chef, I'm a business owner, you know, it's really hard to sort of get outside of that what I do out for an occupation. But you know, I am passionate about my work, but I'm also a mother and a wife and a sister and a friend to many a daughter. But speaking about what I do for a career, I provide meal solutions for busy families and folks that just don't really have time to come home and prepare a meal for their family. You know, it seems like with working either inside or outside of the home. It's just, you know, I don't know if it, why it's so much harder now versus how it was when our folks were raising us, but it just seems like we've got endless activities. You've got nonstop text emails, things coming at you, social media and whatnot. And having that time to sit around and connect around the dinner table, even if it's just for 30 minutes with your family, I just feel like that has been lost in our community and I feel passionate about bringing that back to bring it back. So what I do, we provide home delivered meals to families in the greater Seattle area, families and single people, just busy working folks. And we prepare the meals on Monday, deliver them on Tuesdays. And I've got an awesome staff of people who work for me. And it's just, we provide that home cooked experience right in your home without nice. having to do all the work. But which I have to say, dinner is one of the things that causes me the most stress every day. I get really bitter about dinner being a source of stress every day. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what am I doing wrong that this is something I have to worry about every single day? It doesn't no. seem fair. And then you're trying to be conscious of your budget. So you're trying to factor in the grocery expenses. And then you think about the prep and the planning and all the shopping and everything that goes into each meal. And you're trying to make it healthy and whatever. And, it, and I just came up with this idea of, you know, we can provide that for you. And you can still enjoy that experience. Because really what it's about is the experience of sitting around the table with your family, right? It's not right. necessarily going to the grocery store and wasting food that you're not using and whatnot. So and sitting around the table with a three year old is one of my biggest joys. (laughs) I always tell people, I'm like, Oh my gosh, do I have to sit and eat dinner with my son tonight? Because it's like my least favorite thing to do. But I so agree with you that it's such an important thing. And we don't do it every night. But we are trying to do it on a more regular basis, because it is such an essential family activity. And the more you read about spending time with your kids, it is not about the quantity of time as much as it is about the quality. And so if you have those built in routines that instill that automatic quality time on a daily basis, it's really significant in the long run. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely agree with you. So I want to know about your messiest mommy moment. Tell me about a time when you felt like the walls were caving in or your world was falling apart and you just knew something had to change. Oh, gosh. So messiest mommy moment. I feel like there's been a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it happens often. Yeah. You know, I think it's not necessarily one 
time that I can think of. I think it's when a feeling of like, I just feel like I'm being overwhelmed. Like there's too much going on, you know, trying to balance that work life. I'm trying to be everything. I'm trying to be a great mother, a great wife, you know, caring partner. I mean, the whole thing and trying to do it all. When all of that like happens, sometimes it just builds to a head when I have too much going on at one time, then I just get really, really stressed out. So you know, for me, my parents raised me to sort of believe that I can do anything that I set my mind to, you know, whether it's whatever, I mean, whatever I wanted to do. And that's great because, you know, I'm interested in a lot of things, which can be a little bit of a detriment because I'm kind of a little bit of that, like, you know, oh, look, there's a bird, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that would be a really good idea. I'd love to do that. And, yeah. and so when you're constantly evolving and constantly thinking of new things to be doing, and maybe that's part of being an entrepreneur and a business owner, it can stress you out. So yeah, with all of that, I think, you know, when I've had those moments where I'm just like, duh, you know, I just try to like stop, reflect when I think about how I can try to change it. And I just realize that, you know, we moms put a lot of pressure on ourselves to try to do it all. Mm -hmm. And I think something that I've learned over the last three and a half years being a mom is that, you know, you really just need to take things in stride, like just do what you can get done in the amount of time that you have. And if you don't get it finished, just it's okay, you can move on, like, right, wait until the next day. <laughs> it's okay. Because there's um, always tomorrow where there's more time there's to have more, lists chaos. Of, right, yes. more chaos and more things that will get in your way of doing the things that you really wanted to accomplish. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I want to go back to a time. So I know your story with Charlie, Charlie was born quite early. And how early was he born? He was seven weeks early. So he was okay. born at 33 weeks, just turned 33 weeks, okay. actually. So yeah. And he was in the hospital for how long? A little over three weeks. Okay. He was in the, in the NICU initially, and then we had him down in the um, ISCU, which oh my is, gosh. Yeah. Which I'm sure was so, so overwhelming, just on like the mommy level. Yeah. And then you also had a business to run. So yes. <laughs> tell us, just, how did that, did you, so you were able to manage your business essentially from the hospital then? Yeah. So it was kind of just a weird coincidence of the stars aligning, but I had just hired a gal to sort of take over the kitchen piece with my cooks. I mean, I was managing that, but I had just hired her knowing that I was having a baby and the whole thing. And I needed to have somebody in there sort of running the show. And I had just hired her and it was literally like three days later, I went into, you know, premature labor and Charlie was born. So I had to make the phone call where I said, you know, hi, you're now in charge starting right now. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, and here we are in the hospital and I still remember sitting in my hospital bed after Charlie was born and the lactation nurse came in and she was trying to teach me things. And I had my laptop out because I had to get my order in for that was to be delivered the next day. I mean, I was the one yeah. that did it. So yeah. nobody else could do this. I mean, there were people that were waiting to get their meals. And I mean, I couldn't just say, Oh, by the way, I had a baby. Sorry, you're not getting food this week. Right. <laughs> just so I remember the stress of that was enormous. And I remember, you know, and then it's going back to that sort of like you get the sort of the death glare from the nurses that were just thinking like, <laughs> you just had a baby, what are you doing? You know, but I mean, when you own the business, right, you kind of just have to do it. I mean, it's just what it is. Yeah. And that's the perfect example of what you were saying earlier that like, you just do what you have to do on any given day. And there's some things that are essential. And there's other things you can push off till the next day. And I know, like the morning that my water broke a week early, a little over a week early, and I had to pay my taxes that morning. And so I was like, (laughs) 
you know, my water is like fluids leaking all over and I'm up at five in the morning doing taxes. Cause again, I was like the same as you. I'm like, no one else can do the taxes. So I yeah. have to do these business taxes before this baby comes because who knows when I'll be able to sit down again with my computer. <laughs> my husband was like still sleeping and You're I was like, oh, so mad. Me. Yeah. I was like, and I had woken him up and I was like, just so you know, my water broke. I'm going to go pay my taxes and then I'll let you know how things are going. <laughs> so you just do what you have to do. And you just do it. I know. Yeah, it's so funny. And you kind of like, you don't think about it till after the fact. And then you're like, seriously, like you said, my baby is how many hours old? And I'm sitting here with my laptop or for me, like <laughs> my water's breaking and I should be like preparing for things and I'm going to pay my taxes. So I know, I know. It's just nuts. It's one of those things that you just, like you said, you just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. So tell us a little bit about how you have 
led a selfish life as a mom and how that's impacted the different areas of your life in terms of your work and your family time and those kinds of things. And keeping in mind that we're using selfish as a very positive term. <laughs> yes, I know. And you know what? I think it took a long time for me to figure out that like it's okay to be selfish because I think when you have a baby and you know, you give everything to that child. I mean, you just do. And that's a good question. I think for this one, you know, I really think that like, I mean, this is a work in progress for me. I'm still working on being selfish. <laughs> I mean, you know, as much as I would love to say, you know, I think it's the guilt thing is that what mm -hmm. really traps me. So it's like, oh, I want to go get a pedicure. I want to go have dinner with my friends. But then I'm like, oh, but my son will be sad if I'm not there. And like, you just have to get, you know, like you have to tell yourself, he's going to be fine. You know, he's right. with my husband, his father and whoever's taking care of him. Like he will be fine. He will grow from this experience. Like I don't have to be there all the time Yeah, and I need to get out. But you know, I mean, my natural inclination is to put everybody first and I realize that that's not healthy. You know, I'm very fortunate. I have a very supportive husband and he understands that, you know, I'm a social person. He knows that I need my girl time and I need to get out and socialize and be extroverted. And, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just something that I just have to keep working on and focusing on. And, you know, I've learned that, like, it's okay. You know, like you mentioned that our husbands do the daddy Saturday morning thing. Usually that's my time. I right. mean, I will, you know, either go get a pedicure or maybe get a massage or go for a walk or just do something or even, I know it sounds crazy, but clean the house because it makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you uninterrupted. If and it's uninterrupted. I don't have somebody, you know, making a mess behind me. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. So when the husbands all started doing this Saturday morning thing with the boys, the first couple times they did it and I was sitting at home by myself, I didn't know what to do with like after they were gone for like 45 minutes, I was sitting there thinking, what do I do now? I haven't been in my house. Like, cause I think they started when the boys were maybe like a year or a year and a half. I can't yeah. remember. And I remember thinking like, I don't even know how to fill time in my house by myself. Cause I hadn't been in my house by myself for more than, I mean, like ever at that point, I don't think since Vinny had been born. And then I thought it was so funny as they repeated that Saturday morning, getting together week after week after week, we kind of as moms at some point, we were like, oh, we should get together. But then like it never happened. And I think that we never got together as a group of moms because it was such precious time for us. Yeah, <laughs> We were like, we love each other. I think we all hold each other in such high regard, all the moms in the group. But we also were like, no, I just want to be by myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even if it's just laying on the couch or yeah. something with it, just for a minute, you know, or reading yeah. a book or something. No. It's so great. Yeah, I think alone time is like my favorite selfish thing. <laughs> I agree. So do I you agree have, and sleep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So because I know you've run the business from home since Charlie's been born and you mostly did that with him not in childcare. Is that correct? Yeah. So we're very, very lucky. My in-laws live literally half a mile away from us and Charlie's the only grandchild on that side. And so my mother-in-law is just an angel and watches Charlie every Monday when I go into the kitchen on Mondays to work. And so he stays with her on Mondays and then watches him half day on Wednesdays so I can get work done as well. And then, yeah, so we just been relying on that. And then Charlie's in preschool two days a week. So yes, my time is when I don't have him, it's literally like, okay, go, you have three or four hours, like, boom, 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 everything has to be planned out. And, yeah. you know, do I like that? I mean, I am kind of a structured person. So it's okay with me. But mm -hmm. it is challenging. Yeah. Because if I don't get if I don't get what I need to get done in those three or four hours, then it's like, that's a little chaotic. Right, right. I'm sure Charlie's a great helper in the kitchen, right? <laughs> you know what? He's funny. He loves to be in the kitchen. Does he? he oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, anytime I'm doing anything, he pulls out his little stool and he's like, Mommy, can I help? And oh, so, that's so you know, great. It's great. That is so he's, cute. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. One of the things that, so when Vinny, I'm actually getting ready to record an episode about when I put Vinny into 
almost full-time childcare, which was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. And one of the things I always think about is like, that was a really crucial move for me. And that was what needed to happen because of the way that I work and the way I operate and the way that I really struggle flip-flopping throughout the day in mm-hmm. terms of like having a couple hours of time and then a couple hours of parenting. And when we had a nanny, it was very challenging for me to have him, Vinny, to be in the house with me. And then I'm trying to put him down for a nap in the afternoon and work for a couple more hours. And it was just, I had all this disjointed time, which I think is kind of what you're addressing here is you have these yep. little blocks. Mm-hmm. Some people do a great job of using those little blocks. I need like vast lengths of time. Yeah. I need like, give me nine to five. So, yeah, you know, I so admire that you have been able to over the years for three and a half years now, use these little blocks of time and be so productive. And I know you also have talked about some of your morning habits and we'll actually get to that in our selfish mommy minute in a little (laughs) bit here, but I'm anxious to talk about that because I know that you really capitalize on early morning time as well. And I'm always in awe when I see moms who can segment their time really efficiently (laughs) because I don't feel like I do that very well. No. And you know what? Honestly, it's not easy. I mean, it is challenging and I live by my calendar. I mean, I have like three different calendars, but they all kind of like merge together. So I know what's happening and I have very specific things that need to happen every day in order for my world to sort of run. I live by them. And then John and I share a family calendar, which is super helpful. But yeah, I mean, it's challenging. And I've always kind of been a morning person. So for waking up early in the morning is not hard for me. And I feel like I'm most productive then. So I usually get up couple of hours before everybody else does and just knock some stuff out because I feel like I can just do it. I get my cup of coffee or whatever and I go. Whereas like my husband's more of an evening person and he can knock some work out at night. I just can't. I'm like nine o'clock. I'm good night. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) I'm in bed. Yeah. I'm like, it's funny because I used to be able to work so much later. And now as soon as Vinny's in bed, I'm like, you couldn't pay me to send an email right now. (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) Everything is capped. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Exactly. So describe the legacy that you're building and how does being selfish play into your legacy? Oh gosh. It's a big question. That is a big question. (laughs) You know, I mean, I really hope that I'm building a strong work ethic for Charlie. You know, I just think that that's so important. And I hope that he realizes that you're fortunate to have a job, but also you should be passionate about what you're doing. And I hope that he finds his passion and that I grew up in a very lucky situation. My dad absolutely loved what he did for a living. He was a commercial airline pilot and he loved to go to work. My dad loved to fly airplanes. I mean, that was his passion. And the fact that he got paid for it was just sort of a bonus, you know? So I just think that's really important. And I think me trying to instill in Charlie, you know, I love what I do. You know, I'm passionate about connecting people together. I'm passionate about healthy eating. I'm passionate about cooking and that whole world. And I hope that he picks those pieces up and takes whatever he can from that. And then I also hope that he learns that seeing me going out and taking that mommy time, you know, going to see my girlfriends, you know, maybe going in and having a mommy break that he understands, you know, it's okay to take some time for yourself too and be selfish as we've discussed earlier. I just think, you know, in this fast paced world of everything that's happening with technology and whatnot, like it's okay to sort of check out and like do your own thing. And I hope he picks up on that piece as well. Yeah. I love what you said about really loving your work and having passion for it for as long as you're doing it, because that's not something that was modeled to me. I had parents who were in the same job for their entire lives. And my mom just got, she was a teacher and got really burned out. And my dad was, I don't think he ever was particularly excited about his work, but it was predictable work. And I think he appreciated that piece of it. And so I was not ever modeled like it was always like, you can do whatever you want to do. Like there's nothing that you can't do, Mm -hmm. but there was never any encouragement for like find something that you really, really love and that you really want. It was more along the lines of like, what is something you can do for a long time that can support you? And that was definitely, you know, I was raised by a single mom. And so she was very aware of like, find a career that you can support yourself with. Um, 
but the passion piece was never necessarily a part of that. And I've just been so lucky that I've kind of, I guess, I don't know. I think I have DNA that's just built to like, I have to do something that I love because Mm. I remember having a job in college when I had to do data entry for an electric company in Spokane, Washington. And I remember like going into these rows and rows of files where the data was stored and it was all like paper files at that time oh. back in the 90s and i remember like leaning against one of the shelves and just taking a nap in the middle of my shift <laughs> because it was the worst it was so boring i yeah. could, i couldn't imagine like how do people go to jobs that they don't care about every single day for 40 years yeah so i think that's such a great thing to pass on to your children and i'm sure charlie sees that in everything that you're well, doing and especially cuz you involve him True. Yes. He gets excited. I mean, you know, where are you? Oh, you're going to the kitchen today, mommy. Oh, you know, it's cute. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into our Selfish Mommy Minute. So this is our little lightning round. And so go ahead and let me know your first answers that come to mind on these questions. They're really, really important questions, as you'll see by the first one. So red wine or white wine? 
red, definitely. Yay, me too. Except well, for, except for in the summer. Then I yeah. like rosés. Then I kind of go okay. oh, white. And you kind of go, but definitely, I actually drink a lot of rosé in the summer. And then okay. red, for sure, this time of year. I have been like a diehard <clears throat> red fan until after I had Vinny. And it makes me so much more tired. So I literally, I had a goal the summer after he was born. So he was almost one. My goal for the summer was to learn how to drink more white wine. Oh, <laughs> and I've, that's I've, a good I've goal pretty much mastered it now. <laughs> yeah, no, I was pretty proud of myself. I practiced a lot and I'm pretty good at drinking white wine now. So there you go. What is the current book you're reading or the last book that you read? Okay, so I'm reading Live Your Life from the Front Seat by Jessica oh. Butts, which I, are you reading it too? No, I absolutely I, it's, love it's it. It's on my list. I oh. adore her. It's so good. It's so, so good. So the book is about your Myers-Briggs type. And I think I figured out what I am. I'm still oscillating on one of them. But it's, oh my gosh. And not only does it help you figure out who you are, but it helps you figure out who the people in your life are. So you can sort of work with what they are and how that applies to your life. And just the people, your acquaintances, coworkers, I mean, everything. It's just, it's really, really interesting. Oh, yeah. I definitely need to get that. And we'll make sure that we put a link to that book in the show notes. I don't know. Do you know if it's on Amazon or is it just through her site right now? It is on Amazon. I don't believe you can get it in. I think it's only hard copy, you know, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely, we'll link to that in the show notes because I've heard really good things about it. And Jessica Butts is, she's a business coach, I think. And, or is she a therapist? Or both? Both, I think. (laughs) She's very (laughs) well-rounded. Yes. She's great. We were actually at an event together recently and everyone was like, she had like a line of people who wanted to talk to her. So she has many raving fans here in Seattle. Okay. What is one morning ritual you can't live without? Definitely coffee. I'm a coffee (laughs) coffee junkie. Nice. Nice. Drink way too much, but awesome. And who is your biggest inspiration? You know, that's a good question. I mean, I have a lot of people inspire me. You're actually one of my big inspirers. Aww. I really look up to you. And yeah, I just think what you're doing is really fantastic. The so, feeling is mutual. Oh, <laughs> so. thank you. I mentioned it before. My parents, you know, are big inspirations to me. I think that they've just done a really good job of planning well and enjoying life and enjoying the retirement and just sort of kind of having it all. I mean, I just feel as far as like role models to look up to, I think my parents definitely are my biggest inspiration for sure. That's great. What is one time management or productivity tip or trick that you use to manage mommy family work chaos? Okay, so this would be definitely the calendar situation I was telling you about. Yeah, I was actually hoping that it was about the calendars because I wanted to ask you. (laughs) Yeah, so calendars. So I have a Google calendar that I use for work. And that's the one that like literally it has the tasks and it just repeats every week. So I know like Monday, these are the tasks that I have to do Tuesday and through the week. And then, like I mentioned, we also have my husband and I share an iCalendar for our family stuff so that it's great because we just know what each other has going on. And then I have my own personal calendar with things like book club or whatever that are social. So anyway, live by the calendars for sure. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We need to do the family calendar thing. My husband and I are not good at community. I'll be like, I told you I'm leaving town for three days for that conference. And he's like, wait, when? And I'm, Tomorrow. You don't remember? <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> we have not mastered the calendar thing at our house. We're really working on it. But um, yeah, we have a ways to go. So if you could give all moms one superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, gosh. You know what? I don't know if it's really a superpower, but like, I think like the invisible cloak that Harry Potter has, like where you could (gasps) just sort of like hide out for like an hour and like have time disappear for that hour. So you could do whatever you needed to do and then come back into the world and as if no time had passed, that would be it. Such a good one. 
Oh man, I could use that today. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I can use about five hours. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a really good one. So I want to quickly touch on the services that you guys offer. So this is funny. I had dinner with a friend last night who is a frequent kitchen door buyer. And I said that I was interviewing you today. And she was like, oh my gosh, we placed our order this week. And it was like one of my weeks with all my favorite options. So we ordered a whole bunch of extra things. <laughs> and she was all fired up. Um, oh, that's so awesome. She, yeah, she was someone who I know like she'll buy frozen stuff from you and like keep it in the freezer. And then in, in addition to the fresh items, but I know in recently you've also added kids meals, I believe, and like some healthier kind of like a healthy fit fair option. So can you kind of talk about a couple of those different categories? Yeah. So we offer fresh and frozen meals each week. The classic fresh meals that we do are a little bit more of like a home style, maybe some things that you might've enjoyed growing up or things that you just wouldn't make for yourself, like, you know, beef bourguignon or like things that are braised that take hours to prepare that you just, you know, you don't have time to prepare those sort of things at home. So we take care of that for you. They're a little bit richer, just not quite so much on the calorie caloric intake fit fair type food, but they're Mm -hmm. delicious and our families love them. And then this January, we launched our fit fair program, which is, I want to call it clean eating, but I hesitate to get into that sort of, it's not a diet. It's more of a lifestyle and it's just healthier options. So gluten-free, dairy-free, of course, but just healthfully prepared with, you know, healthy oils. We're not necessarily watching the caloric intake on these per se, but they are just really healthy ingredients for your body to nourish you and delicious that, oh my gosh, we did this sriracha chicken yesterday. It was just (gasps) phenomenal. It was so, so delicious. And also a Thai baked salmon that was, was really, really good. So those, and then you asked about the kids meals. Yes. So we do offer kids meals, basic things that seems like kids like spaghetti and meatballs, baked penne. And then we also have lunches. So we do turkey sandwiches that are cut out in cute little deals that kids can take to school. And it comes as a bento box. So they get a fruit and a cookie and cheese stick and that sort of thing. We also do little pepperoni pizzas, little cheese pizzas, you know, just finger foods, things that kids like. And they're in a cute little box. They look like a little bento box. So that's fun. They fit into backpacks and that sort of thing. Nice. Um, so oh, I love yeah. all the new additions. That's yeah, so yeah. Fun. We're having a lot of fun with that. The Fit Fair program has really taken off. It seems to be doing really well. So that's popular item. Yeah, that's awesome. I need to place some orders with this is like my I'm entering in this crazy travel time. And that's when I always use kitchen door for stuff is like if I'm gone over the week and I'm like, oh, I need to place an order so that I can get stuff in so that I will have stuff at my house during the week. And we yeah. were gone last weekend and I didn't play and I always think of it like just a little too late. So we got home on Sunday night and I was like, oh shoot, I should have placed an order because we came home to a totally empty fridge. I literally was like, Vinny, for dinner, do you want a can of beans? (laughs) And how about a pretzel with your can of beans? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh yeah. That happens here too. So (laughs) I get it, but yeah, it's hard, but I should mention too, you said something about placing an order and what is really great about kitchen door is that you don't have to order every week. It's just order as needed and we don't have a minimum. So there's no minimum. There's free delivery for orders over $125. Otherwise it's just an $8 delivery fee. And there's just a one-time setup. Your very first order, it's an $8 fee. Just to cover the cost of the insulated bags and ice packs as they get used and worn. It just kind of helps cover that cost. But okay. just a one-time of that. And nice. yeah. Great. So I'm going to make sure that we link to your site and all that on our show notes. But can you go ahead and just tell people what your website is and where they can find you online? Yeah. So it's called Kitchen Door Meals with an S dot com. And everything is on there. Our ordering window is until Saturday at 9 p.m. And that would give you Tuesday delivery that following Tuesday. 
And you deliver in the greater Seattle area. Yes. So we're greater Seattle. So we go up to Edmonds. We just added Edmonds about mm, six or nine months ago, but primarily the greater like Seattle itself. And then on the east side, we deliver up to Bothell, east to Snoqualmie, south to Renton. So awesome. That's a big area. It is big. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, Susie, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun. It's always fun to just chat with girlfriends in the middle of the work week. We should have been drinking wine while we were doing this. Why did I I just think of that? (laughs) I know. Maybe next time. I've got my coffee going. I know. That helps. (laughs) Next time we should schedule. So we're recording this at 10 a.m., which is a little early for wine. I mean, I could pull it off if I needed to, but next time we'll interview a little bit later and then we can have happy hour. (laughs) Well, you know, and Hoda and Kathy Lee have wine on their show. So, you know, you just never know. We could totally do it. (laughs) Or mimosa, maybe. Maybe that would be more appropriate. There you go. Okay, so Susie, thank you so much for joining us today. And for all of our listeners, the best thing you can do if you enjoyed this episode and you want to give us some love and some feedback is to hop on over to iTunes and leave a review and let us know what you love about the Selfish Mom Academy and any suggestions of things you would love to hear more of. I would love the feedback. I'm definitely reading everything that comes in right now. So make sure that you get in touch with us and let us know how we can better support you in being a little bit more selfish. Have a great day. Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.